Welcome back to the Women on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Sam Saperstein. Today, we have a special guest to help us answer today's mentor moment, Rabia Baig, a member of our campus recruiting team at JPMorgan Chase. Rabia, it's great to have you back with us today for our second episode with you. Hi, Sam. I'm excited to be here today and answer some more questions. So here's a question that I think we get from a lot of people, particularly right now, as there is a lot of job changing going on in the world. And the question is this, how soon can I leave a job without it reflecting negatively on my resume? So this is definitely a question, as you mentioned, has been really bought up more frequently in the past two to three years than it has been in the past. There has been a larger cultural shift on the longevity of roles that folks have in the workplace. We think about the fact that there were times when folks would stay at companies for 20, 25 years. That shift has changed for millennials and Gen Z, for example. It used to be three to five years. And now we're seeing a shift of two to three years sometimes that folks are staying in their roles. And ultimately, I think there's many factors that contribute to why there's a shift happening. But for those that are curious about how it reflects on their resume, I really want to stress the importance of making sure your resume and your interview tell the story of why you left and why you're looking for something new. That's a pivotal point in this. I think that with employers shifting and environments shifting and people are trying to find new hobbies and interests, trying to pursue those. I think that's amazing. So being able to incorporate that into your narrative is key of why you're looking, because then that'll help fill in the gap or really diminish any red flags that a future employers might have for why you moved within, let's say, a year at a particular company. So it sounds like it doesn't always have to be seen in a negative light. It just has to be carefully told. There has to be a story and a rationale behind it. I agree. Absolutely. And I think about some of the responses that I've coached folks on before is looking at the bigger picture, meaning if you were in a current role right now, figure out what were the skills that you gained so far and then use that to pivot that answer into why you're looking for a bigger challenge or why you want to develop a stronger skill set in a particular area. And that's the reason why you are shifting and looking for something new. That's the pivotal point is that you don't want to shed negative light. You might have left for personal reasons. You might have left for other factors of, I didn't enjoy this company or whatnot. You don't want to include that in an interview. You want to make sure that anything that you've done in your previous role gets highlighted in a positive manner so an employer can see, great, you've worked on something. And let's say it was a beginner intermediate level work that you did. And now you're looking for something bigger and better. And that's exciting for an employer to say, like, that's amazing that you have the initiative to take on a new challenge and finding something that works better for you. So I've seen many resumes, and I think the ones that have, let's say, a long-term job, then maybe one short-term job, I can really understand that. You know, maybe it just wasn't a right fit after being somewhere for a while. But when I see resumes that have, let's say, three and four short-term jobs, a year, two years, and it really looks like job hopping, my flag gets raised. You know, I really wonder about that person. What can you say about that situation? I think that's fair call out, especially because I've seen it a lot with younger students that I work with or early career professionals that are trying to figure out what their best fit is for them. And in particular, the last episode, I spoke about an internship. But when you think about all these experiences that you're taking on, they're building upon something. Having goal setting early on in your career is key. And as your career evolves, your goals are going to evolve. So making sure the roles that you're taking on reflect those goals will continue to answer that question and say, 
well, I see you were here for six months. Tell me a little bit why you moved. And you could say, oh, X, Y, Z, maybe the company shifted. That's fine. But you could say my role had changed and I actually want to be doing this instead. And that's why I went to this company because I wanted to get experience in this particular application. Then from that company, I went to, so being able to be really positive and being able to be really concise with your narrative is key because I've hired for my team as well. And I'm just as you as our Sam, I look at it and say, it says here, you know, it was less than nine months. Tell me a little bit more about what shifted and why you decided to pursue something else. And then the onus becomes on the person who's applying to have a really good response. Because as a manager, I think about the same thing. Will that person leave in a year if I can't meet that expectation of what they're looking to be achieving in this new role? Exactly. And do you think people should proactively address that in an interview? You know, maybe say, listen, I've had a few roles, but to your point, you know, I knew what I wanted and the goal wasn't met by that. And it built on a foundation or a skill set that I just kept progressing. Absolutely. I think you can start talking about it in the first round when you get screened by a recruiter and just say, I'm so glad you selected me. I have wanted to call out a couple of things on my resume that really stand out and here's why. And then when you get more comfortable and you move through the rounds, talking to your hiring manager, I think is essential as well as saying, let me just go ahead and say this out loud first and then bring it up and tell you why I'm looking for something different. I think one of the number one factors that I hear about folks at Job Hop is management style issues. And so never to go into an interview and saying, oh, I hated my previous manager and that's why I'm leaving. Like, no, you could say my current management style is this and I'm looking for a manager that allows me to be more autonomous, to make my own decisions. And so as someone on the other side of the table, they could say, okay, now I understand how Sam likes to work. And now I understand why Sam approaches her work in this particular lens. And so you never want to go in and say, well, I hated my manager and that's why I'm here in front of you today. No one wants to do that. So make sure whatever experiences you're bringing to the table that you're able to reframe them. So then someone on the other side who is interviewing you can better understand what you're looking to achieve by switching roles. Thank you again for the great advice. I know this one will resonate with so many people. So really appreciate it, Ravia. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to this week's Mentor Moment. I hope you find the advice useful as you continue to advance in your own career. The mission of Women on the Move is to help women in their professional and personal lives. Our goal is to introduce you to people with great ideas, inspiring stories, and a passion to make a difference. JPMorgan Chase Bank, N.A., member FDIC.